0: Good Nix explores the journey and meaning of doing good in the world. I get to choose every day when I wake up, whether I'm going to work for a Fortune 500 and make a ton of money or work for the movement that is the arc of moral justice.
1: But I realized that I also had an obligation to weaponize my privilege. One day we said, OK, if the city's not going to do it, the state's not going to do it, if some large corporation's not going to do it why not us
0: and if there were enough of you if you were organized enough if you were loud enough it would be too difficult for them to ignore you good Nix, created by jeff leitner hosted by Annalisa and relay available everywhere you listen to podcasts neely i have two problems What are those? I really love the show Unprofessional Development, and I have a big blank spot on my chest
1: where my shirt is. First of all, the first one doesn't sound like a problem. I mean, it's so much love, I can't contain it. And you also have, what, a blank spot on your chest? Yeah, where my shirt is. You never grew chest hair? Obviously not. Oh, I know what you should do. You should go to this link in the show notes and get an Unprofessional Development t-shirt
0: gas yes, that sounds like exactly what i needed for this premise so
1: boys and girls we have t-shirts we have magnets yes.
0: we have buttons
1: show your unprofessional love that way you'll get to know who your fellow unprofessionals are when you're walking down the hallway and go, oh you listen to that too be an
0: unprofessional representative
1: so i've got a couple of questions okay sure. so first yeah. of all i think i, I know the i i'm percent sure the answer once so Someone that's listening to this that is an AP English teacher or uh, what uh, teaches whatever, and they they're like, okay, so I wanted I want to do this. This sounds cool to do, and she's already done a lot of the heavy lifting. I don't need to like recreate this from scratch. Nope. Like, um they can reach out to you. You can share resources and all that. Like, that's that's not a problem, right?
0: Not a problem at all. Actually, a lot of my stuff is on my website, which is Adventures of an English Nerd. Okay. Not um, WordPress. And um, so there's a lot of stuff there. If you just search adventures of an English nerd, you'll find it. Okay. Um, I haven't been great about updating that this year because this year has been, um, well, since COVID, It's. I feel like COVID just. It made three years, one year. Right. It yeah, I really, yeah. <laughs> really did. Um. So I haven't been great about updating. So I've got a lot of stuff I, I need to add. But the basic building blocks of the the entire project and examples and Mm -hmm. worksheets and like how I had kids plan and that sort of stuff is all on there. Cool. Um and then I was gonna say absolutely and then um I know
1: some of this was privacy with kids and minors and all that kind of stuff and all that. Are there episodes or things that and there's somewhere where we can listen to those and 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 where would we go to that? Is that on the website as well? Or how does that
0: yes. So uh, because I was dealing with seniors, uh, one of the things that's a part of our um, classroom learning contract is that uh, they have to do a release. They don't have to. If they choose not to, it's respected. I, I worded that poorly. Um, but when they, sign up their, when they sign their syllabus, they do a learning contract as well, and their parents have to sign it as well. But because they're all college students, there's some flexibility there. But I've made sure I've crossed my T's and dotted my I's to make sure that um, I'm not putting stuff out there that kids don't want out there. Right. Or right. parents exactly. don't want out there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the yeah. things that are posted on the website are things that were cleared by kids and by parents to put up there. Awesome. Awesome. And there's a lot. And it's it's the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, it, yeah. it and that's one of the cool things about the project is that kids will have that realization, that moment where they're like, oh God, this is gonna be available. To everyone with internet access. I'm like,
1: yes, it is. Yes. You better get good.
0: <laughs> yes. Just like your TikTok channel, dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine putting a TikTok if you acting like an idiot. But as soon as, you know, your scholarly work goes up there, now we've got a problem. <laughs> but yeah, that all that stuff is up there. Um, and that's that real life. You know, we talk about the writing process as a writing teacher, you know, the five steps you've got brainstorming and drafting and revising and editing and then publishing and publishing has always been that, that, you know, thorn in your side, like, okay, yeah. Publishing, it's going to your teacher, to your teachers, your teachers, are your audience, when they tell you to think of an audience, you're writing to an audience. No, I'm writing to you. Okay. Unless this is going to go out, I'm writing to you. Um, but this, and this is one of the best parts of this project too, because all of a the sudden, they have to legitimately think of all aspects of the writing process. What's the genre you're writing in? We know that we established it. Who's your audience? You have to decide that, and then you have to write for those folks. You have to publish for those folks, and then you know what's your purpose. Well, part of that is is the assignment, sure, but what's their purpose? Why are they sharing this as their legacy? That's the piece that is pretty powerful too. So those those pieces together man, if I, I would, it, it's been hard this year being out of the classroom and not doing this because yeah. I've started pulling this in last year. I was pulling it into my lower grades as well. They were doing uh book podcasts So mm-hmm. we would start mm-hmm. book circles and they would do short podcasts with their book circles and, and essentially do like five minute book talks.
1: But LeVar Burton, have you, mm-hmm. have you listened to his podcast?
0: So yeah, I use it as an example.
1: <laughs> okay, so LeVar Burton reads reads um short stories and and he's got like I don't know how many episodes that that are, that, are, that are amazing. So that's just another resource for people out there that are thinking about how can I incorporate podcasting into my um into my classroom. So yeah,
0: yeah. and and I had channels where I, I used Anchor most often because it was easy, it was free. The kids right. press the button, talk into yeah. it, they're exactly. good to go. They can it right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they would send me, they would record, and then they would send me the recording of their book talks and they would do their commentary. They, sometimes it would be something we're all reading mm-hmm. and they would do it. Each group would do a different chapter and they almost use it as a study tool. And then mm-hmm. they push it out. So the kids were listening to the entire podcast, even though they had done part of it because they wanted to get the information from the other groups about the chapters that they read and the things that they pulled out of it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Sometimes it was different books for each group. It it really it it was really versatile, and it was one of those easy ways where I could pull in those same skills um, that I would eventually get to in their twelfth grade year. I was pulling in at those younger levels; they were getting exposed to it earlier, and it, it worked really well for me. Um, it was just I was just getting to the point where I was like, "There's a lot of potential here, and there's a lot of potential for connecting beyond my classroom," mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that. it it just opens doors and experiences and opportunities as soon as you can get a little bit wider than your classroom. And sure, it's a little bit scary to open up into, you know, it feels a little bit like the wild west. (laughs) Like, all right, I'm going to potentially scar a bunch of children because I don't know uh, what they're going to experience. But that's like my, that was my worst fear. Never realized in this experience. um, Not that, you know, Things can't happen, but this has just been such a positive experience, and it allowed us to talk about a lot of different things. You know, we talked about um, like media consumption and how we vet information and how to critically think about um, the information that we're being presented with. Mm-hmm. So it it ended up launching other units for me. I, I did a digital media unit. Um, I figured. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start with this before I get into some of the other stuff because kids need to know how to actually critically think through information they're getting online, whether it's visual media or it's written, whatever it is. They have to be able to figure out the author, the purpose, um, and and what's not being said um, to be able to to critically think through stuff. So it opened up a lot of doors um, for for other activities in things that kids really needed to be exposed to. So it was exciting, um, but it was also difficult. You know, there's, there's a lot of um, when it's no news to anybody, you know, teachers are burning out like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of pressure now, in ways where there hadn't been before, about what's happening within the classroom.
1: Yes, the um, the, the, the scrutiny of of um, choices that we make in terms of what we're teaching or how we're teaching it, and people looking to um to have a Salem witch hunt for um oh my goodness, you know yeah yes yeah yes. yes. Or, so or I guess a scope. Having, or, well, I guess a Scopes monkey trial would be more uh, the equivalent. But anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, but then also having like adequate support to to do the things that you know are best practices and good for kids and good for the kids that you have in that moment mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and that actually is what prompted me to start looking outside of the classroom um so that i i was looking at my experience and the experience of those around me um i finished my phd um last last year so i congrats finished, thank yeah. you um i did my dissertation during a pandemic like nice. start to <laughs> which was terrible. And um, part of what I was looking at was emotional labor in educators. So I was looking at burnout. I was looking at stress levels. I was interviewing educators who were in the midst of massive burnout in the middle of this raging pandemic. And all of that information in my own experience kind of influenced, like I didn't want to leave the classroom. I didn't want to not be a writing center director anymore. Um, you know, both of those things had been a constant for me, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I I was looking at all this information I was gathering and I was like, well, for one, administration is one of the key pieces about burnout. So if you don't have strong administrators who are backing your teachers and, and helping build a quality community, you're going to burn out your teachers and they're going to do it at a really quick rate.
1: Yeah. That's just,
0: they're they're the number one factor. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm looking at it like I'm experiencing this literally right now. I'm in the middle of it right now, and I'm writing about it and I'm interviewing about it. I had to do something about it. So I felt really called to like move into that role so that I could have a positive impact or as much of one as I could possibly have um instead of like I wanted to not just talk the talk, I wanted to walk the walk. Yeah. I could. I could gripe about administration all I wanted to, um, but if I wasn't willing to actually step into that leadership role and do something about it, um, I felt like I was just kind of just shooting my mouth off, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I understand that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I, that's, that prompted the change. um, And I ended up moving into um, a nearby district from where I had been Um, but it could not be more different. Um, it is a, I was in a rural, uh, predominantly white middle-class, pretty wealthy district and 10 minutes away. Um, I moved to a different school district and it is considered an urban district. Um, even though the population is dwindling drastically and, um, it is 99.1% black in my school district. Mm-hmm. Um the you know the school buildings are kind of rotting around kids. There's wow. not a lot of money, there's no opportunity. We have the lowest test scores in our county. Um, we are actually so low we qualified for a huge grant from the state of Michigan uh for literacy. And that's actually I run that grant. That's part of my job now. Um, but I'm the, the director of curriculum and literacy, and it's it's intense, it's a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Um we're looking at kids that we our average reading level for our graduating class was a fifth grade reading level this year. Wow. That was the highest reading level out of any grade level in the district. So <laughs> it's a lot of work to be done and it's to say it's different would be an understatement, yeah. um, yeah. the extreme, but it was one of those things where I I felt like I really, I needed to do something in administration so that I could, I could have an impact now I don't know that I'm having an impact. <laughs> I, I honestly I, I hope who in so. education really knows? Like yes. we all like to think we do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I compare it to it's like I plant like a hundred trees and then I move away. Like I don't know what happens. <laughs> yes. I yeah. hope for the best. Right. Yeah. That's so, true. It's it's been um it's been an eye-opening year, but yeah. um yeah. I know that I've gotten myself into um, into some heated arguments because I keep going back to: is this what's best for teachers? Will eventually be what's best for students if we're taking care of our teachers yes. and trusting them to make Always. sure that they're making good decisions. Yes, 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 have, yes, yes. They have the training, the resources, and the skills to make those decisions. And if we're hiring the right yes. people for the job, we have to trust that we've. And I was going to say,
1: and and liberty they need. They need yes. liberty, right?
0: And now yeah. if you are in a position where you haven't done your due diligence when you've hired people, that's a different story. Right. in um, you know, we're in a district now where our turnover rate at one point this year was 70% of wow. the district. Yeah. So in our middle school, for example, 24 teaching positions uh, at the end of the school year, only five certified teachers were left in the building. The rest were subs. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And, geez, and the, that, I mean, and the kids aren't going to learn to read from the subs. Yeah,
0: no, they don't. The subs don't have skills right. um, to be able to do that. and And I wouldn't expect that from them, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's, it's really difficult when you're in those positions. It's, you know, like, yes, you need to hire the right people. It can't just be a body in a classroom, especially in that sort of situation. You've got to make sure you're getting the right people. And, and that's but, that's not some like loaded I statement know you i know mean, this need people- i don't know
1: if you know this though but there's large companies that will sell mic lessons um and then you can give them to people and you, they just drop them in the fryer and it beeps when it's time to it's time to assess and and it, and it and and it literally there's like um a color-coded diagram for um how to get the kids to do to to do x or y and so we we just need warm bodies in there that can that can um you know say do you do you want um um uh, homework fries with, with that, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you want fries with that you say do you, do you want homework
0: with that and that that thought... <laughs> <laughs> but and, and it's and... <laughs> It's such a it's such a catch 22 in this like I'm looking at it because I had anybody come into my classroom and this happened and this
1: again was part of I'm, I'm joking about the but, but there are the reasons districts are buying those mic lessons is because of the situation that they're in. They go, Well, if we at yeah, least yeah. at least they will get a lesson rather than like consistent. someone taking attendance, like, someone yeah, someone yes. taking attendance and just calling when the, the room is on fire, like you know. Right.
0: And had anybody come in and tried to make me teach any of those lessons. And when I was still in the classroom, I would have lost my mind. Right. I did lose my mind a couple of times when that was suggested. I'm like, uh-uh, you're not going to come in. I know these kids. I know this group in my classroom. I know their scores. I'm with them every day. I know I can tell you, Tommy is struggling with this in the back of the room because X, Y, and Z is happening at home. Um, you know, Shelley wants to do this because she's got these dreams, but Mom and Dad don't agree. Like I, I know those yeah. backstories because I made the fan wants to do Shelley, and that's why he's not paying attention as well. Just so you know,
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I do have high school seniors. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then
0: when you it was just right there, like
1: I couldn't, I not leave it alone.
0: <laughs> when you've got a sub who is not even going to be there tomorrow, what do right. you do? Or you've got kids who are severely under grade level. They can't access the information. What are you doing? And you've got teachers or in most cases, you've just got subs who have been in that district for years. Yeah. And they don't they don't have the skill
1: set. So then it's a lot with a lot of and and also the subs have a lot of negative reinforcement for when times when they've attempted to do any type of learning. And they've like, you know, I tried the first. 20 times that I came into sub to actually do what the teacher expected me to do. But because I'm not trained, because I don't know these kids, it was garbage. So I'll pass out stuff or tell them it's on the website or whatever it is, but I am not doing anything more than taking attendance and um, you know, making a phone call if something's going on where there's um, danger involved.
0: Yeah. And it's when you're in a, a district like I am now, uh, huge behavior issues. So mm-hmm. getting subs to consistently come back. Yeah. Um, you know, there there was a a riot. I, I'm housed at the middle school and mm-hmm. you would not expect a riot to happen at a middle school. Like mm-hmm. a, a true riot. I mean, I yes. know middle schoolers. Um, right. sometimes right. they're like a casserole pulled out of the oven about 15 minutes too soon. They're just not fully cooked. Yes, that's um, true. <laughs> it's, that's uh that's that's just middle schoolers. They're just yeah. an odd uh, little group oh, of yeah children yeah. um we all were we were that one i would like to believe Definitely. we weren't but i i would never but i was a middle schooler once too i was oh, not fully cut. no <laughs> but we had we had a riot and like parents got involved and not in the like they were angry that there was a fight at school no we had parents who were assaulting children and teachers and each other um they got the one of the kids opened up the door and it had been pre-planned it, it was a it was a disaster Wow um, what was, was the, the riot
1: over if you don't mind me asking
0: something had happened so again this is a this is a very poor district um, and there's a lot of like there's a lot of gang activity and things like that where I'm at right now. So something had happened in one of the local neighborhoods like right by the school oh. and it just it rolled over into school gotcha. Yep, And they prefer the kids will tell you they prefer to fight at school because it's actually safer than fighting outside of school, because as soon as they're fighting outside of school, uh, you know, cousins, uncles, parents, everybody, you know, some passerby gets involved all of a sudden and it escalates and it's more dangerous. So they'll fight specifically in school because they know it's a safe environment. It's going to be the beef between the people and it'll eventually get broken up by the adults. Yeah. So, uh, but that that happened within the first month I was at this was at this job, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I'm an administrator. Why did I do? You know. (laughs) And there has been that was that was one of countless. Um, you know, it's I've had several conversations with Jay about safety and with everything that's happened this year. You know, there in general in our country. Um, and then the several similar incidents that have happened within my district i got to give mad props to the pr people because they've somehow kept a lot of this junk out of the the newspapers and Life, news channels yeah. but um yeah it's it's intense like my <laughs> one of the doors into my office it doesn't have a doorknob it's just a hole so nice. like, there's, oh there's no way to lock it like I, I can't safely lock down my room or my office yeah. um you know stuff like that Um it doesn't go over well with uh with my partner jay here but um yeah no that's uh,
1: that's a home depot run you got to make in august
0: yeah yeah no. that's it, he and i were talking about that i got He's the solution like, oh. okay
1: no 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 there's no. a doorknob <laughs> in the building okay you're there later than most people yes that's, that's true the doorknob disappears <laughs> off of i'm just going to steal somebody else's doorknob <laughs> Yes. you steal somebody else's doorknob
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got no card dog I got no problem with that <laughs> yeah so it it's just it's a totally it's a totally different side of things and it's a different world um you know where I'm teaching right now but so we're we're just dealing with we're dealing with issues in a pressure cooker um, that everybody else, I, I joke around about how we're kind of the canary in the coal mine. Like things are gonna happen. We're gonna experience some of the greater issues before everybody else because yes. of all the other yeah. things happening within the district, mm-hmm. yeah. because of behavior issues, because of of the community, whatever. Yeah. So, like the the sub shortage. Yes. I, I'm yeah. like, this is about to get yes. worse yes. for everybody else. Yes. The teacher shortage, same thing. So yes. oh, that's um, awesome.
1: So someone wants to see. Oh God, the, the sad future of, 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 of education. Yes. You you are the, you are the trailer right there. Just just, just go there and, and, and come on down, catch a glimpse (laughs) and see, this is, this is what's going to be happening five years to, um, or, or less in a, in a district near you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and and I'm an oddity in the admin world, at least around me, because I'm very, I'm very blunt. So Mm -hmm. like, we're not going to fix a problem if we don't, actually acknowledge that there is a problem like there i don't i don't there play that go. game where we're like everything's fine everything's great we don't want to talk about it because we don't want to lose kids Blah. i'm like we're gonna yeah. it, that is useless that is useless garbage oh. pouring out of people's mouths i'm not about that game um, right. if we've got a problem let's figure it out let's address it let's let's talk about it let's make sure stakeholders are involved and then let's come up with a solution let's not just right. sit and spin let's come up with a solution and do something about it Right,
1: so, and there's not a perfect way to solve it, and there's n- no. and and in general, you can't solve the problem. You minimize the problem. Yeah. there's going to be kids that can't read. There are going to yes. be kids who get in fights. There's going to be, you know, whatever negative thing you can say that happens inside a inside a school or classroom. You know, every year, those things are going to continue to happen. You just want it to happen
0: less. You know. Yeah. And a lot of it, like, you know, we talk about behavior issues and I'm like, well, if the kid is sitting in a 10th grade English class and he can't read, what do you, what does he get, what do you expect him to do? I'm not saying right. that the kid shouldn't be, you know, a dink in class and, you know, make fart noises and poke other kids, whatever, you know, normal, normal, just right. goofiness that's going to happen. But why why aren't we addressing the problem? Kicking the kid out of class isn't going to solve that issue—that's right. you're just a, a can't do has be or a won't do is becoming a can't do because yeah. they just don't have that skill set. Yeah. So you know, and and my mantra this year has been: nothing changes if nothing changes. If we just oh, keep, like that. we got here, we're here, guys. Whatever we did, and I say we, even though I wasn't here before this year, but whatever we did has gotten us to this point. We can't keep doing it and expect things to change. Yeah,
1: I as I was gonna say, those um. We've had the conversation with us on this podcast, I've had them with other with other people, and you know, um, and I understand social promotion, and it's sometimes because that tenth grader isn't in a in a room with like some sixth graders, but um yeah. but like that tenth grader, and I, I say this all the time, that he's got he's got two choices. He can say, I'm stupid, or this is stupid. Yeah. And and i'm not stupid i know i'm not stupid you know what i mean mm. this is stupid and then when they decide that this is stupid then they go they're going to act in ways that treat what you're trying to do as stupid and if you yep. and 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 don't be don't don't be shocked yep. and, and, and kicking them out or yelling at them or whatever is it isn't good we need to figure out how to um bridge that gap how to help them out how to meet them where they're at and one of the things that i say this over and over again, I teach seniors and, I, and I, 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 I've taught high school. I say this over and over again to kids. I'm like, if you were teaching a three-year-old how to tie their shoes, it takes forever. Fingers mm-hmm. are fat. They don't have those skills. They're <laughs> slow. It's literally going to take them over and over again forever to teach. If you ever taught like a, like a young kid how to tie their shoes, it's, it's frustrating. It's annoying. It's all these mm-hmm. kind of things. But if an eighth grader who had Velcro shoes for his entire life, you decide to teach them how to like tie shoes because they've just never had a chance. They can learn it like so fast. And if you can get that 10th grader to where, but you can't, you've got to take them back to where, to where the, um, the knowledge level starts, but you can get him like three grade levels really, really quickly because he's got like a 10th grade brain, not a fourth grade brain, even though he reads right. on a fourth grade level. You know, and so well, we,
0: and they've all come up with coping mechanisms to to get through. So there's mm-hmm. you can you can leverage that, but you also have to be willing as a teacher. And I know that this is hard because it's never a fun experience when I've done it in the past. When you're like, I need to go back and look at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Where okay, so that that kid or that group of kids didn't get it. If I keep going, knowing that that group of kids didn't get it that problem is just kicked down. The can is kicked down the road and it's going to be a bigger problem. And maybe something that I was doing wasn't the best for this group. Maybe I need to approach it differently. And that's not fun. You know, it's not fun to to think like, Hey, I failed on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's when you, when you have those situations, it's necessary. You can't, you can't put your head in the sand and just keep going. Um, And that's, that's not coming from administrator, Kyle, that's coming from teacher, Kyle, you know, like that's just, you know, that was never a good thing, but that's when you're, you know, you're looking at your scores or you're looking at your conversations in class and they didn't get it. You can't just keep moving forward and expect it to suddenly solve itself. You know, that's what the
1: lessons tell me to do. Thank you. I've got to teach the next <laughs> Mc lesson, 1030 <laughs> breakfast is over. We're serving lunch, baby. We're serving lunch. <laughs> don't care. You can't have breakfast. I, don't,
0: I can't have it's it. It's very true. And, you know, I was it's weird because as a curriculum director, um, and now I'm in the like, I see both sides. Like I see the rest of my administrative team going like, you've got to get these lessons and they need to be consistent. And these teachers, they, you know, they don't have the skill set. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but also like, the scores are telling us they didn't get like all the stuff they needed before. So maybe we can go back and remediate, remediate. I got yelled at at a board meeting for um, not solving the literacy skills in the first four weeks of school. (laughs) I was like, um, we literally spend years, years teaching kids how to read. And then we make the switch from how to like reading, learning how to read to reading to learn. And, And you want me to fix that? Overnight, like I, no, I four weeks. That's that's enough time. Yeah, on, four like, weeks.
1: They I say the Rome wasn't of...
0: built in a day, but like four weeks, you could build four Rome. <laughs> I mean, I actually horse laughed and then do you not watch HGTV. <laughs> Flip this district, <laughs> you know, like just go in, yeah.
1: slap some paint yeah. on it, you know, tear, out some, tear out, some cabinets, put down some. Yeah, on, don't we don't we're need new cabinets. For... We're
0: just gonna paint them. Yes,
1: <laughs> working on for four weeks now. I think I'm gonna list it.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's good. We're fine. Give me that state test. We got this. They uh, don't know A, but we're we're good. We're fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Um okay. actually,'ll I'll, I'll give it up to you. Would you like to talk about um, how what you know about education helps you out on Seven Days a Geek, or <laughs> would you like to talk about um, your fictional influences and different characters that you've that you've heard like in, in stories and how they've um, influenced you as an um, educator and administrator?
0: Well, I think I can do both because the first one's going to be real quick. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think uh, as an educator, uh, it gets me into trouble on seven basic yeah. <laughs> because I have um it, it's it's funny um so we've got three hosts there's Jason and there's mm-hmm. me and I'm actually the third micer um Cole yes. is our second micer neighbor Cole. Yes. I love um, Neighbor Cole, by the way. I really he's do. fantastic. And he is so yeah, and, I, and one, I do love you, but I do miss the pod, father because I love I love I know, the Podfather. I do too. too. So, I know. Yes. I, yes, I am yes. not an adequate replacement. Um uh but poor one out for Quadfather. Yeah, he's, um, he's so he's so unique. He is, he really is, but so Cole and I from day one have essentially been like brother and sister. That's our interactions. We're uh-huh. very good friends. We're very close, um, but we interact like brother and sister. So we fight like brother and sister uh-huh. and uh, we have very different viewpoints on things. So I'm on one side of the spectrum and Cole is on the other side, which makes so for good I'm podcasting. At- <laughs> it makes for some conflict. Yes. But- you want that.
1: I feel like you're saying the yeah. same thing.
0: Yeah, we are, <laughs> but it's, you know, I I'm coming from like all of my experiences inform all of my interactions, you know, so then that's the case for anybody, but I'm always thinking of, um, kind of those social, emotional things. That's a, mm-hmm. it, it's a big part of how I, how I respond to situations or like my perspective on things. So it's, it's different and I recognize that. And that's the case with, you know, with most people, but especially teachers, you see things through that lens, you see things through that educator lens. So in terms of um, there, there's that piece that affects our podcasting because it it definitely brings in um, it, I'm the wrench and the monkey wrench in the work sometimes mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> when it comes to that stuff. Um, but then on, so it's a, it's a geeky podcast where we just kind of nerd out on all the pop culture stuff. So you've got Jay, who is, you know, Mr. Comic books. And, he, you know, he loves like Breaking Bad and and Marvel and all that stuff. And I, I like that stuff, too. Um, and so does Cole. And then there's me who I'm like, I'm a huge nerd. I, I watch this documentary and I like, you know, alone because they go out in the wilderness. And, you know, it's just uh i am i am the weirdo left field Uh, the stuff i'm bringing to the podcast is so different but it's definitely from that nerdy educator you know i've spent the majority of my life either educating or being educated so actually all of so 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 so, so some more little esoteric um
1: stuff whereas cole might appreciate a little more um special effects and
0: action and stuff like and stuff
1: like that yeah
0: yeah the the <laughs> and, uh, cole and i have uh, we have overlapping interests especially when it comes to documentaries and it drives jason crazy but there's definitely like i definitely get that nerd vibe yeah, <laughs> going yeah. with the podcast yeah. so yeah, yeah that, that happens. But, but i was gonna but, say cole
1: pre- cole appreciates some weird stuff as well but cole yeah, is yes, also he but he has no problem with like this is to eat popcorn and to turn yeah. my brain off. And and that's what I'm going to do. And don't bring up plot holes and yep. <laughs> poor acting and, and writing to me. I just, I enjoyed what I, I enjoyed seeing the planet blow up. And, and um I also enjoyed everyone, like, you know, gathering together at the end and go and, and going, yay. You know what well, I mean?
0: The one thing that we all kind of come together on, we don't, and this iteration of the show, we haven't done really the, the, uh, I can't remember what we used to call it. We all brought a show or a movie or something to watch, uh, the weekly watch party yeah, and, um, we'd score them. So right. everybody, you know, we're, we're competing a really, really scoring. strange
1: scoring system that, that was so odd. It, I could never figure I it out. It. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> they, they've obviously it, never seen a rubric when they, when they, when they made that. No, no.
0: And I brought that up and I was like, can I remake this? Can I, <laughs> but, um, Yeah, when we talk about these movies, you know, I get really analytical sometimes, you know, and that, and so does Jay. You know, he because he's got that writing background, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like I, I don't know if they got as deep into it before, but I love tearing stuff apart and looking and analyzing, like why did they do this? And you know, so I we we're not doing it quite as much this time around, but I really love that we do that, and that's something where I definitely pull in that that background because. Cole will go after, like, oh, the acting was terrible. They did this, they did this. And Jay will be like, oh, the writing, this and that. And I'm like, yes, tell me more. Let's analyze more. Yes. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it really brings out the English teacher in me. So yeah. um, but influences because you know, I, I I am, you know, seven days a geek, um, third micer here. I'm pulling in my my uh stories, my characters from shows that I absolutely love. I have a million characters from novels I've read, but I'm gonna pull from that that avenue right now because I always kind of joke about this that I am personally uh the mix of Liz Lemon from 30 Rock, uh-huh, nice. um, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. Nice and nice. Jessica Day from um, New Girl. Nice. So if and you were to combine that, that, that Venn diagram
1: <laughs> crosses over a couple different places, by the way.
0: Yes, yes, yes. very much so. Yes. <laughs> but um, My sense of humor is very much Liz Lemon, and I am not one of those teachers who has that ability to, uh, especially post accident. I just can't do it. Um, I can't. I'm very much who I am in the classroom and outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. There's not. I I remember when I first started. I had a teacher come in, and she's like, "This is what you've got to do." She walks over to the trash can and she boots the trash can across the room. She's like, "I'm I am not nice," and just like reaming oh out
1: oh my, the class. oh my god and i was like i i, I <laughs> like oh
0: my god. i let me go pick up the trash can and it. <laughs> like i just i can't i'm not right. that perfect psychologically yeah. that shuts down people's brains so they have trouble learning yes yeah. but they act really obedient and that's what some <laughs> teachers want yes yeah there's a difference between engagement and obedience yeah right. um and one of one of the things that i hope my kids leave my classroom with is yeah you should be challenging like do it politely, but like ask questions. Why are we, why are we doing this? What, why is this necessary? You know, if you're not questioning, you're just an empty vessel people are pouring into, you should, you should question motives. You should question things. That's okay. It's not a bad thing to question. Now, if you're a jerk about it, that's a different story. But you know, if we're, if we're just talking about like interactions and, and consuming the world around you and how you are interpreting information. Yeah. You should, you should think critically about stuff. I want that. But yeah, so I, I've, I'm the same person. I, I swear less, right. <laughs> but I am, I'm very much the same person. So like that sense of humor, that quirkiness that is, um, Liz Lemon and that incredible dorkiness. Um, I own that, you know, I, my, my kids always joke around cause you know, every school's got those teachers who are the cool teachers who are mm-hmm. like the clique. Cool teachers yeah. i'm not one of those right, right. <laughs> i was not the cool kid yeah. um and i i very much like i'm just honest about who i am because i want to make sure it's a space where they can be honest about who they are and what they mm-hmm. love and what they do yeah. um so th- that definitely pulls pulls that liz lemon also i'm a huge plus like i am just I'll be standing in front of the classroom, and all of a sudden my ankle gives out, and I'm halfway on the floor and the kids are oh, like, no what happened. And I'm like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am notorious for walking into door jams, desks, chairs, oh. the wall. like it, it, it is, is this post the- accident or has this always been i I don't know. Oh wow <laughs> <I can't remember.
1: laughs> Oh my goodness.
0: That's, that's, <laughs> it's certainly if it wasn't if, if it was something that was previous like happened previously before the accident the accident didn't make it any better, better so, <laughs> <laughs> my sense of balance just doesn't exist anymore oh wow oh. but uh and and like the comical the comical sort of klutziness too so mm-hmm. there was one time this was during my internship um I was walking down the hallway and the school that I interned in, it was this little rural school. It was a combined middle school, high school. And the way it was set up, you'd have, it was kind of like an oval shape. So there was a couple of central classrooms or like conference rooms and things on the internal side of it. And then the classrooms were, the rest of the classrooms were on the outside. Wow. And, um, and it had like windows on the upper half of the hallways, like looking into the, the rooms. So like about chest or shoulder high up, there were windows. So I was walking down the hallway one day and I'm carrying stacks of copies that I had just made for my, my mentor mm-hmm. the teacher. So I'm, I'm sure this I'm is going to go splendidly. Go on. Oh yeah. I, I don't know why I kept these pants and that will make a difference here in a minute, but I have (laughs) these pants that had a cuff on the bottom and it was like a, this big cuff, like a two or three inch cuff. And it wasn't like a hemmed cuff. It was like a, an open cuff, except it was hemmed on the side on the seam. So it didn't like unravel. And you know, you're, as an intern, you're trying to like project the look, like, I know what I'm doing. I belong here. I am a teacher, um so you know I I was wearing heels and I'm wearing these stupid pants that I had oh. tripped on number numbers uh, numerous times numbers I see there's the words they there don't always go. work <laughs> Um but so I've got this huge like you know where this is going Yes like probably 200 copies in my hands oh. and they're they're not stapled yet so it's all loose pages oh. and I'm just like trooping my way down the hallway and I catch my heel in the cuff of the opposite pant nice. and I kick my leg out from underneath me and it was like it was comical yes. and everybody yes. on the one side of the hallway, like the kids were facing the windows, the teachers all saw this happen. The track coach who was, I was working with saw it happen and I kicked my leg out and I have hang time. Like I'm parallel to the ground. Wow. I papers, like I throw the papers yeah, over you're, my you're, head. You're making
1: it, you're making it rain.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. I slam on the ground and there's papers raining down on me. So when I'm, I'm laying there, you know, flat on my back and I'm covered in copy papers and I'm just laying there. I'm like, oh. I wish I had been knocked out, but I hadn't. I remember that part. (laughs) And uh, unfortunately, the choir director was like really good friends with one of the uh, maintenance guys. And she asked him to pull the video. Nice. <laughs> so she had a video. We're sitting at lunch and I'm, I'm pretending it never happened. I'm not acknowledging it to anybody. So the next day we're all sitting in the teacher's lounge, like having a great lunchtime. And she's like, Oh, I have this video I wanted to show everybody. And I don't know what's coming. Right. So I'm like, Oh, you know, there's some new viral video, you know? Cause I was young and stupid right. and <laughs> she pulls it up and it's just out of loop. Me biting. <laughs> it. Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> that is good.
0: So That's pretty yeah, fantastic um, though. Is, Did you do get you, it?
1: Um, do, do, do you own it?
0: No, I don't have it, but I should ask Aww. her if she still has it. We're yeah. still friends. So yeah. I'll have to find it. It's yeah. gold. It's gold. Yeah. But yeah, it's that Liz Lemon, like caricature of a klutzy person, mm. except mm. That it's me in real life. Um, mm. And then, the and then the, the,
1: know- is just oh. doing 17,000 things. And, and yeah,
0: it, it really is. And that, um, that no, not knowing when to stop. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No. I was talking yesterday, actually with Jay about this. Like, I don't think I know where the boundaries of my capacity are. And part of that, like this year, for example, I'd been hired for a month in the the position I'm in. And two of my bosses left and, and it was chief of schools, which essentially I I, I couldn't tell you why that position was labeled chief of schools. It's an assistant superintendent position. Um, but that position was divided between, uh, one other person and myself. So as of October, I was acting chief of schools, co-chief of schools, um, mm. In my very first administrative position, nice. um, and then the director of federal grants and programs quit um at the same time, and I took, I absorbed that job that was delegated to me. Yeah. Our district librarian left four weeks later, and that was delegated to me as well. <laughs> so I've essentially, I know, I'm like, this is insane, and and I'm sitting here like, is this normal for a first year administrator? Like, I yes, yes, because the other ones
1: know how to yes, like say get the out of my office when they come in there with that nonsense they go, no i do this if, unless you want to find someone to do that job and my job turn around carl okay because this ain't happening
0: yeah i need to put that into my vocabulary but that's where the leslie nope comes in where there's yeah. she's doing five million things and it's that that like i will get it done to the detriment of myself but mm-hmm. for the love of god it'll get done so it that's that's then that that enthusiasm like that positive like we can do this we've got this like i may also be like terrified and like oh god like i hope we can make this happen but um trusting myself enough to know that like i'll pull out all the stops if people are expecting this to fail it's not going to fail on my watch um i'm just Mm -hmm. a little bit crazy and tenacious about that so (laughs) for better or worse (laughs) So but, then, um, now we have to ask then, is Jay, Ben,
1: Nick, or that guy, <laughs> I only actually know him as Mayhem from um, the, um, I forget, <laughs> forget what his name is, he just sells pagers.
0: Oh. Yeah, the pager king. Yeah, the pager God. I can't remember what, uh, what his name is either. Um, I don't know. He, he might be upset with me for implying he's any of those things. <laughs> And I think, but he he has to act in those positions at some point, yes. <laughs> depending on which uh, part of my personality is expressing oh, itself at any given go. time. But oh. yeah, so, um, and the Jessica Day thing, I knit like an eight-year-old woman oh and she God. knits too. So oh I'm God. like, oh, it's me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so, oh. so that kind of sums up. Um, those are definitely pretty accurate representations of me, I think. That's and uh, awesome. for anybody who knows me and has seen all three of those shows, they'd probably agree pretty readily. Wow. So I don't <laughs> know if that counts as the anecdote, or if you have another good one, It's getting to the, the the end here. Well, okay. So this is like, uh, I don't know why it became a thing, uh, but it did. And it started. So I left my internship early. Um, I was asked, to take on a long-term sub position. And, um, this was probably early. Well, it was, it was March. So I had only been interning for about two, two and a half months at that point when I was approached and, um, I was released by the university to go teach. And, um, so I got 10 weeks of actual teaching in, um, as my very, very first job out of college. Um, and they were seniors and a lot of them were not even 4 years younger than me there it was it was a mix um and it was a rural high school and um it was in an area that had a heavy drug um influence in the community oh. and um there had been issues with drugs in the school specifically math um i was going to guess i was going to guess math yeah yeah so um and that was kind of like a like a passing comments made to me. And I was like, wait, what, what, what's happening here? Um, and nobody ever really elaborated. And I was kind of like, okay. Um, and there were a couple of kids where I was like, Hmm, I'm going to make sure somebody knows about this because this is just some odd behavior. And, um, there's one day it's toward the end of the school year. I think we had like a week left with seniors and I had, it was all seniors and we're, we're watching a movie and um all of a sudden kid comes to class and says they need to talk to so and so. It was a girl and she needed to talk to uh one of the boys in the room. And I said, Yep, go ahead, go out in the hall, take care of whatever you need to. And it was baby mama drama. And Whoa. yeah. So and I i was only catching like bits and pieces, but then you know, you know when there's an argument happening and it escalates and it kind of catches your attention in a different way. And yep. um, so all I I have this like i can only describe it as an out-of-body experience or like i lost my mind momentarily because i forgot that i was the teacher in the Uh,
1: moment oh you thought you were watching jerry
0: springer yes and all of a sudden um baby mama boyfriend or ex-boyfriend yeah. his current girlfriend walks up and that's when the fight started oh. and i did not react in a timely fashion and every you could have a, a you could hear a pin drop in that classroom everybody was glued to it just like it was jerry springer yes. it was a train wreck and we could not turn away from the carnage and mm. there were f bombs being dropped and and i i remember sitting at my desk like this like you know chin on my on my fist like watching it like what is going on and then the first punch happened and then i was like oh god i'm the teacher and i'm like i'm like like knocking chairs over trying to get out and there's hair getting ripped out and the 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 punches were just but the one girl was she was tweaking on math and so she was she was having an episode but she was like that she had the strength of an entire football team. Like right. I, I could not pull her off. Yeah. No. And the chemistry teacher was next door to me and he comes running out and I'm like, I don't know what to do. We're not trained for this. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> freaking out. That's and, the uh, title of my autobiography i'm not trained for that's a perfect name yeah so he ends up he's he's got one girl under his arm and he's holding the the other kid back like the boy back and i i've got like the a girl who's tweaking a bear hug and they are just bloody and the one girl's holding a chunk of hair and they're trying to just like they won't let go of each other and we're just trying to separate them and i keep saying like we're gonna rip her hair out we're gonna rip her hair because she had her i don't even know how she did it it was like stuck in the rat's nest like she, her yeah. whole fist was in her hair and Oof. she had her fist clenched and anytime we'd yank them apart she was pulling that girl's hair it was just gonna rip right out it, it was terrible oh so we had God. to like i had her and i was dragging her with me like in a bear hug i'm looking yeah. back at it now i'm like i it's not like i was trained properly for how to, right. how to do a straight hold nope. um you know little 22 year old kyle did not know how to do that um and so i'm i'm dragging this girl he's got the other girl and the boy and he's got like like he's carrying him like a football or, or like a you know how when you've got a toddler who's having a tantrum and you just kind of pick him up at the waist and you kind of carry him out of the room yeah it was like that it was crazy but they were still the hands were still like in the hair so like they yeah. were still trying to fight each other as we're dragging them down the hallway so it was the most ridiculous looking thing and the oh. kids like also the kids are like out of my classroom they're all gathered like you know rubber oh, yeah. on a highway yes. and just, oh yeah yeah and apparently I took a couple of hits because when I got back to the classroom the kids were like you didn't even flinch like she got you and they were just so impressed nice. So the kids were so impressed. It, they decided they wanted me involved in their senior pranks. And I, I didn't know what they meant exactly by that. Oh, But that group of kids, that class in particular, um, they ended up stealing my keys because this was the last week of school. They stole my <laughs> keys the next day. What yes. they didn't know was they were driving out of the parking lot in my car cuz they were going to take my car for and I I thought it was funny. I have a weird sense of humor so I was like <laughs> I also knew that the gaslight had been on for about 30 minutes. Um like oh, I good. was coming to school. <laughs> I was running late and I was, you know, just getting there in fumes. And sure enough, I could see the car run out of gas. So I was laughing hysterically. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> suckers, you tried to pull oh the brake and it blew up in your face. Nice. Um, but that was like the beginning of my car getting stolen for senior pranks like five years in a row. I don't oh know if it started there, but it did. became so <laughs> a tradition, huh? It did, yeah, it did, and it followed different schools because I was only at that school for ten weeks, and then that's, I was at a different school, and then years later it that happened weird. again.
1: Huh? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Okay. Yeah. So oh, there man. you go. There you go. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- well, thank you again for coming on. This is this has been an absolute blast. So obviously. Go to our website, get the stuff about the S Town um project. Um definitely, you know, listen to Seven Days a Geek, listen to all the Monkey Pooh studios. Um, I hate that they're limited. If if you can get Grant to like be regular on hiatus is the best podcast, Jason does. It's, fantastic. it's not even close. I, I call it, it I call it bro therapy. Um mm-hmm. it is it's just it's two guys that like just break into each other's, um, psyches, which both who like, and, and are really transparent about mental health, yep. um, challenges that they, that they both go through. And, and as well as the, um, the love that they have for one another is obvious that they, that they just like really, um, care a lot about one another. And I, I, I hate that there's not like a million episodes of that. Cause I listen to it all the time. Um, We're
0: working on Grant. Don't worry. And, yeah. and, and, I, and thank I, you and guys know, for having me on too. and, 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 bolstering our our podcast here at monkey poo and all that good stuff we appreciate it and i love talking to you guys The, you know i don't being out of the classroom now i don't quite get to talk about my teaching and stuff like i used to so this has been super fun for me awesome
1: well, awesome. and obviously you have to make our podcast mandatory listening for all of the people that are in your, in your school as well. Oh yeah. Oh do, yeah. Oh, oh wait, yeah. Do, how many people listen? How many people know, even know that you have the seven days a geek and does, do you keep that on the, on the, on the down low or does that, or people know I about that?
0: Do. I don't, I think there's a handful. It was okay. So quick anecdote before we end here. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, this is a real quick one. Yeah. So last yeah. year's group of seniors, when I was working with them um, on the podcast project at the end of the year. Yeah. One of the kids, all of a sudden, he's like, Oh, hey, um, yeah, I I know I told you a couple podcasts that you gotta listen to, but there's these other two. There's this uh uh this Star Wars one. He's really into Star Wars. He's like, Yeah, the Star Wars one, it's uh from a certain point of skew. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I to react Because I and I was like, where do you find this one and i was like oh it's 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 Facpa. but it's fine i'm not on Facpa. And he's like and then it made me listen to this other one that those dudes do and it's called seven days a geek and i swear to god the girl sounds like cruel <laughs> oh. and it's it's not that i hide that i that i'm podcasting yeah But um, like I I mentioned, I sound a little bit like a sailor sometimes. And I definitely don't at school. So (laughs) it's just a little bit. And the guys, the guys like to, uh, I don't don't know. If you've listened to Jay and Cole, they like to get a reaction. So Mm -hmm. they'll escalate things simply to get a reaction. (laughs) So, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. uh, Yeah. Aspect of my life than my co-workers would normally see. <laughs> but yeah, they know. They they yeah. know that
1: I podcast. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And we always stay at at, at the end. Um, stay unprofessional. Okay. <laughs> always. Always. Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much.
1: Thank you and stay unprofessional. Stay unprofessional.
0: Stay, stay un- unprofessional. Un-